Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. One of the things that are necessary as a believer, or is necessary as a believer for your thriving, is your faith life. Your faith. When it comes to what God can do for you, there's one requirement. Where is your faith pass? The, at the gate is your pass, only one boarding pass you need. And the boarding pass is faith. It's your faith that determines what God can do for you. Not just somebody's prayer, but your faith. And so the scriptures make us to understand, which I, I, I don't know when I'll stop quoting that scripture. The just shall live by faith. Oh, the just shall live by his faith. Habakkuk 2.4, the just shall live by faith. Romans 1.17, the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3.11, the just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, the just shall live by faith. Let's all say the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Please say it louder. The just shall live by faith. Say it louder again, please. The the just shall live by faith. Faith is a necessary aspect of your work with God. The Bible puts it this way in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8, John chapter 20, verse. No, let's start with John chapter 20, verse 29. Then we go to 1 Peter, then we come to. See, John 20, 29, and Jesus said unto him, Thomas! Because thou hast seen me, thou believeth. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Blessed are they. You want to operate in blessing? Your believing matters. And to operate in blessing, you don't have to see before you believe. Blessed are they that have not... Now, the word see there, or seen, has seen. Blessed are they that have, uh, they, that have not seen. The word seen here is talking about you haven't physically experienced it. All right. So it's talking about it has not appealed or appeared to your sensory perception. Your natural senses haven't picked it up. So you are waiting for your natural senses to pick it up before you believe it. Most healings happen by faith. Please, speak what God has said, which you want to see. Until you speak what God has said, you can't see what God has said. You have to speak it. You have to speak it. And you don't say it once and stop. The just shall live by faith. This year, you will not sink. I have, I have a strong feeling 
that this year is going to be one of the most fantastic years. To be honest, yesterday I was home and I thought about the date, 2020, and then just the 2020 put joy in my, it's a nice, such a nice date. I actually like 2020 than 2010. <laughs> Even just the, the year, the 2020, incites joy in my heart. Because I have a strong conviction that this is the year that my destiny has been waiting for. And I'm speaking the same for you. This is the year that your destiny has been waiting for. This is the year your destiny has been waiting for. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' name. Please be seated. So, he says that blessed are they who have not physically experienced it or perceived it through their senses, not natural senses, and yet believe. All right. So, this scene here is not talking about insight because you can't have faith without insight. So what we, when we talk about faith, people who can operate in, by faith are people who have seen it in their hearts. So this scene is not the scene that I'm, the, the, the revelation, because Galatians chapter 2 verse 2 says, I went up by revelation. Something is, is revealed to you and you, you know, ah, I knew it, I know it. Satan hasn't heard you speaking, that's why he hasn't stopped harassing me. <laughs> <laughs> I see your testimony showing up. So let's. So Jesus said, "Blessed is he who hasn't seen but believes." First Peter chapter one verse eight. It talks about whom having not seen, having not seen, ye love in whom, though now ye see him not yet believing. Somebody say yet believing. Say it again, yet believing. So you do not have to see before you believe. Physically. So we haven't experienced him physically with our sensory perception, yet believing. The Christian life is is a yet believing, even though you haven't seen it. People who get close to you must be sometimes must hear you speak about 2020 in a way that they were wondering, wow, what, about what has he seen? What has he seen? What has he heard? Why is he talking like that? They must hear you speak about the future. They must hear you speak about your marriage. They must hear you speak about your children. They must hear you speak about your business. They must hear you speak about your career such that they, they wonder, what, what do you know and you are speaking like this? You speak by faith, which moves you in the realm of God. Man cannot speak like that. Man cannot speak like that. Man can speak with confidence and assurance. Even if you are optimistic, there's a level to which you can go. Now, you can't do this by positive thinking. For you to operate at that level, 
It must be a certain type of spirit operating in you. That's where I'm going. So you may hear something also, you also want to go and say it. Jesus, I know. (laughs) You can be saying some things. You can be saying some things, but it's not by the spirit of faith. Before I go on to the spirit of faith, the Christian life is very interesting. In places in the scripture, the Bible talks about how the Christian life, Second oh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, just look at it. It said, for we, this, this is a scripture everybody must know this year. All right. Let's all read it aloud, please. One more time, please. Oh, read it with confidence. Sometimes, as you go to work, just begin, I walk by faith and not by sight. When you hear some news, I walk by faith and not by sight. The sight there, as I explained, sensory perception. What your five senses can pick up, the things you hear, the things you smell, the things you see, the things you feel, all right, and the things you can touch. These are sensory perception, and the Bible says that the Christian life is supposed to be lived, not on the grounds of that, but on the grounds of faith. So faith or sight. You either choose to make, watch this, watch this. You either choose to make all your decisions by sight or by faith. You either choose to make all your decisions of 20, listen, 2020 is a new year. And we are in the early hours of 2020. (laughs) We are, it's so fresh, you can speak and take charge of the remaining days of the year. People will say, we don't know what will happen this year. You can tell them, I know what will happen. Oh, okay, tell us what's going to happen. It's going to be a good year for me. And then after you said that, maybe something that is not, doesn't reflect what you said, ignore that. And maintain your, what you're saying. Maintain what you're saying. You can't live by faith and not speak by faith. So the Bible talks about we walk by faith. Put it back on the screen, please. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. What does it say? We walk by faith, not by Confess it to somebody. What does it say? We walk. What do we do? We walk. Shall we all say we walk? Say we walk. So the Christian life is a walk. It's a walk. It's like a walk is one step after the other. You have to take a step and take another step. So Bible describes a Christian life as a walk. But I found out that the Bible doesn't only say the Christian life is a walk. According to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says that, Therefore, being surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which thus easily beset us. And let us, let us do what? I can't hear you. Louder. So are we walking or we are running? (laughs) Let us run with patience the race. As soon as you get born again, there is a race set before you. And that race, you don't walk in it. You run. 
So when it comes to the Christian race, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Paul said, I have, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course and I've kept the race. I've kept the faith. You have to finish the course. How do you finish? By running. Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. He said, I press on towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God. I press forward. I press towards. I press because there is a price to gain. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 says that, ye know that they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize. Watch this. So when it comes to receiving a prize, you have to run. You have to, don't take, watch this, don't take it easy. Don't take your Christian walk or Christian life easy. It's a race. There is a prize to gain. There is a prize to win. That is why you can't do it like the way others are doing. He said, all run, but one receives the prize. So we can get to the end and you realize that even though we were all in the same church or we all got born again at the same time, somebody has received more than others. Because it's a race. It says, let us run with perseverance. Don't be tired and give up. Satan will throw his words at you, but keep running. Let us run with perseverance. The race that is set before us. <coughs> Excuse me. The race that is set before us. There is a, the Christian walk is a race. Or the Christian life is a race. It certainly is a race. Philippians chapter 4, verse 16. Philippians chapter 4, verse 1, sorry. Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. It says that, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for my joy and crown, stand fast. I will come to that. Stand fast. Now, did you see that? Now he's bringing stand. It's very interesting. Philippians 2.16 says run. We just read Philippians um, 3.14. 2.16 talks about, I think, yeah, it talks about run. Holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain. Right? So it talks about running. But then Philippians 4.1 talks about stand. So are we to walk, run, or stand? The Christian walk or the Christian life is a walk. The Christian life is a race. The Christian life is a stand. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Galatians 5. Stand fast. Therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has set us free. We are supposed to stand fast. To stand means don't, don't be shaken. The Christian life requires a certain level or a high level of consistency. Because I don't know how many of you, when you, after you got born again, you really faced, you were faced with all kinds of things that made you almost draw back. And there are people here who have backslidden and 
regain strength. You know, and there are people here who possibly every now and then you backslide. And there are times you just say, I'm tired. I, I can't. You, you change your position. <laughs> you change your position. Because the Christian life requires standing. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. It says that, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Wherein ye stand. So it's a stand. You have to take a stand. You have to take a stand. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse, sorry, chapter 3 verse 8. First Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 8 says that, For now we live, if, we, uh, uh, if ye stand fast in the Lord. Stand fast in the Lord. This year, you must be a standing Christian. Ah. It shouldn't be recorded that you took a detour. You went off. No, it's good to be back, but it's better to remain. Stand. Stand fast. Tell somebody, stand fast. Stand. The Bible talks about being steadfast and unmovable. Stand fast. Stand, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 15. It talks about standing. 2 Thessalonians 2, 15. Stand. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the transition which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. The key thing is stand fast. Stand fast. When you stand fast, you are doing well. In Christianity, when you stand fast, you are doing well. Stand fast. Stand firm. Because Satan will throw all kinds of things against you. Satan will try to pull the rug off your feet. We are the only people who you can pull the rug and we still be standing. Because we stand in the liberty where Christ has set us free. Galatians 5, 1. We stand in that liberty. This year, I see you standing. I said this year, I see you standing. Satan can throw anything against you, but you will stand. And at the end of the year, you will be the one standing. Satan will be down. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. In your marriage, I see you standing. Amen. In your career, I see you standing. Amen. In your health, I see you standing. Amen. In your family, I see you standing. Amen. In your ministry, I see you standing. Amen. In your progress, I see you standing. Amen. I see somebody standing. Amen. Nothing will hit you off your feet. You will stand in Christ. You will stand in the name of Jesus. Shall I stand? First Corinthians 16, 13. First Corinthians 16, 13. Watch ye stand fast in the faith, bro. <laughs> bro, stand fast in the faith. How many of us here have heard some bad news before? You know, bad news has a way of hitting you out of balance. Bad news has a way of 
making you lose appetite. Either for food or for any other thing. <laughs> Bad news. Yeah. No, there are some there are some situations that when it comes at you, I'm telling you, that's why that's why I keep encouraging people. Don't excuse my language, don't be fooled and think that the grass is always going to be green. Mm, mm, mm. Be very mindful about how you handle certain key things in life. Be very intentional, be very particular. That's why I started by talking about things that make people go down and all that. The way you handle certain things in life will determine how well you can go. Hey, I'm talking about human nature. And it's irrespective of age. Irrespective of age. Sometimes a young lady is going to give birth. And you assume your child will be perfect. Please, believe God. Believe God. Why, if the child is naturally supposed to be perfect, why do they come and do checks? And do a check, they say, oh, the child cannot heal. That will not be your portion. In the name of Jesus. For those of you who don't understand the power of Christianity, this is part of the pastor's job, the prophet's job. You must have somebody who is speaking into your life. In peace times, you may think everything is fine. Why do you wait for accident before you go and do insurance? (laughs) You're not covered. Recently, I had to register, make sure I register with AA. Because you just don't know. You know, because my car, it has not got spare time. So I better register with AA. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? One of my job as a pastor, that's why I don't frown on calling myself a prophet, even though that's not my title. Everyone who declares the word of God has a prophetic dimension in his mouth. There is deliverance in the mouth of the one who declares the word of God. There is healing in the mouth of the one who declares the word of God. And I'm telling you, we don't know what is ahead. But you, I tell you, nothing evil is permitted to come here. By the power of the Lord. I declare the word of God. You will not be a victim. You will not be a victim. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. Sit down, let me tell you something. For all you may know, God led you here to to preserve your life. Yeah. For all you may know, you have to be here just for a word of God to enter your system to preserve your future. For all you may know. For all you may I'm about to make a statement. Don't follow people who blast and talk anyhow against churches. It is in your own interest. It is in your own interest to have a word of... And you know, people are using all kinds of spiritual other things. Somebody is using witchcraft to take over your job. And you are going around talking because you are an expert. You are highly educated. Please. It's not everybody who has a certificate who has a placement. 
God. And they will tell you that, oh, they, they are just brainwashing you. Look at your results to determine whether it's brainwashed or not. What kind of Christianity is that? Every time people feel sorry for you. People feel sorry for you. One problem after the other. One problem. That must stop. People must look at you and say that it looks like you are using something. There, there, there is something behind you. There is something behind you. So shall it be. In Jesus' name. Please be seated. Fear not. Only believe. Fear not. I said fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Shall I believe? Christianity is about believing. How well you believe is a reflection of how strong a Christian you are. It's not how well you sing. It's not how well you dance. It's not how well you give. It's not how well you attend meetings. Your belief is more a reflection of the kind of Christian you are. For over 200 times in the scriptures, in the New Testament, they were called believers. Believers. Christians twice. Believers. Believers. Why are you more comfortable with the word Christian than a believer? They call you Christian, but they must know that this guy believes something. It's about time Christians make people know that we are actually believers by our, by our actions. The way we do things, people are forced to say that, wow, this guy believes something. He believes something. He believes something. And every genuine faith will always produce results. Believe in me. A prophet over your life. Yes. 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 You need a prophetic word. Bible says in the book of Hosea, by a prophet, God brought them out of the house of Egypt. By a prophet. Prophets are not commandos. So it is not by fighting skills. It's not by pro- a prophet has a word of God in his mouth to speak over situations to change for a change. Hosea 12 13. He says that by a prophet, and by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet, he preserved them. <laughs> but this year, you'll be preserved by a prophet. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Sir, when you talk about prophets here, we are not talking about someone who can see. If you, 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 I'm talking about someone who God told. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 37. He said, can this boys live? He said, Lord, you know. He said, prophesy, speak the word of the Lord. Prophesy, speak. There's a word in your mouth. Speak over the situation. That's what I mean by prophets. Say it. A declarer of the oracles of God. Someone who declares the oracles of God over your life to superimpose God's purposes over your life against every negative prevailing condition. I see God helping you. I see heaven helping you. I see God helping you. I see heaven helping you. In the name of Jesus. There's a power of God here to change somebody's story. There's power of God here to change somebody's story. You, 
You think that marital situation is just normal? It's not just behavioral. There are people who behave worse than you. But they are comfortably and gloriously married. Some things that people fight against, or you are fighting, some of it have spiritual dimensions. And those things require a word from a prophet. God! When he wants to help you, send a prophet your way. A, a weird looking uh, look. He doesn't have to look weird. He doesn't have to look strange. He doesn't have to speak in a way that it's not necessary. It's not necessary. In fact, one of the signs of a genuine man of God is how much the word of God is in his mouth. That. And in times of crisis, I've seen so many people in this church bail out of crisis because of a word. Because of a word. So many. So, somebody will stand and say, all this, all this, all this, churches, churches, churches. Let them keep standing and keep enjoying. <laughs> Many testimonies. Many. And this year, we are going to take delivery of If the year has started like this, you can imagine what God has in store for you. You can imagine. What, what, what a nice way to spend the first Sunday of your year. The first Sunday of your year. You are loading yourself with faith. You are loading yourself with confidence in the Lord. You are loading yourself, charging your faith. Charging your faith. Taking, taking advantage over the year, over the future. I see it working for you. I see it working for you. I see God working for you. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. You don't have a problem. You don't have a problem. It's not the problem that is around you. It's the faith you don't have. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. And it said, for whoever comes to God, if you are coming, better believe or or else don't bother coming. That's what it says. For he that comes to God must other than that, don't bother coming. Mm. Why would you approach God without believing? That's right. That's right. That's right. Why would you approach God without believing? He said, don't bother coming. Because God has an obsession yes. to be believed. When you believe God, you permit him. When you believe God, you commit him. He's committed on your case when you believe him. I see God turning your cards. Let me just run up because there's a point I was trying to bring to your attention. We walk by faith by numbers. We stand in the liberty, we stand in Christ, and we run to obtain the prize. But the standing means being stable being firm, being unmovable. One way you can stand effectively is by faith. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. It says that, but unto them which are called, both no, first Corinthians, yeah, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy. For by faith 
you stand. We are not determined how you should believe. We are helpers of your joy. A man of God is supposed to help you enjoy God. Not endure life, but enjoy life. I believe this. I believe this so much. Listen, I believe this so much. Sometimes you may be carrying a curse, a burden, a malady, sorrows. It has a final stop. Amen. Yeah. Your story is changing. Your story is changing. There are some problems that have been used for too long and it's been going on in your family. It's been going on with your background. And it seems to have grounds. It seems to have legitimacy. And it's even gaining traction. I'm telling you, you can't encounter a prophet and that condition remain the same. Some of you, this year is going to be a defining year for your family. That sickness anniversary is, is terminated in the name of Jesus. Every year around me, I'll be hospitalized. Every year around you, this will happen to me. Every, no, 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 no. That thing is terminating from this year. In the name of Jesus. Shout, I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. So we stand, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, we stand by faith. Even though we walk by faith, you also stand by faith. Let me add this for the next three minutes. Faith, listen, what is happening here this morning, a spirit of faith has been released. Because it's not, it's not because you feel, okay, I'm going to do it. There's an atmosphere, and when the spirit of faith is released, you just believe, you, can't, right. you, you know, you just know right. it's the spirit of faith. Yes, right. yes, yes. It's the spirit right. of faith. That's right. So faith is not just an ideology. Faith is not an opinion. I'm not talking about an opinion. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Bible says that by faith they subdued nations. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 33. By faith they subdued. Through faith they subdued kingdoms. Rocked righteousness. Obtained promises. Stop the mouth of life. How can you. Maybe you are a professor of psychology. Animal psychology. So, you can use animal psychology to make the lion not eat you. you no, no, please. <laughs> you can be a top psychologist, animal psychologist. The lion will eat you. That, that is not in the realm of human beings. This, when it says that by faith they stop the mouth of lion, it's in the realm of the supernatural. It's a mystery. And that's what I'm trying to submit to you. That by faith, you are going to operate in certain dimensions of mysteries. You, you will have results that will blow the mind of people. That's what I'm talking about. It's about time people say, oh, all this church, they, whilst they are saying all oh, this church, church they, those, they look at you and they are quiet because the results are supernatural. They can't, they can't attribute it to anything but God. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Magadashada. I receive it. We, having the same spirit of faith. It's a spirit of faith. It's a spirit of faith. We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, 
I believe and therefore have, have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. How can you believe in silence? If it is the spirit of faith, it will speak. Lazarus was dead. John chapter 11. And Jesus told the disciples, Lazarus is sleeping, let me go and wake him. Jesus, the, the disciples said, oh, but if someone is asleep, do you, asleep, do you have to travel from here to Birmingham to go and wake him up? <laughs> He'll be awake. Jesus said, so you don't know what I'm talking about. Just to help you, he's dead. The, the language of um, somebody with the spirit of faith sometimes can challenge your comprehension. When you listen to someone with the spirit of faith very carefully, sometimes you can't understand why are they talking like this? Why are they talking like this? Because when you have the spirit of faith, you will speak. You are too silent. Listen, I beg you. I beg you. May I say this? Don't die in silence. Even if you die, die speaking. You will not die. Die, die, speaking, 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 speaking. There is too much power loaded in your mouth. Too much power loaded in your tongue to go silent over things that are happening. Unfortunately, some of us, we only remember the negative things and that's what you repeat. Keep repeating, your things are so bad. And a lot of people are speaking carelessly. Because it's your mouth that is putting you into trouble. What you are saying. If you don't have anything to say, you are better off, shut up, shut up. Because the more negative you say, the more complex your situation gets. Yeah. yeah. You have got muzzle ulcer. Then you tweet now, you tell everybody, I've got muzzle ulcer. I've got muzzle ulcer. Do you know what? It's just compounding the situation. Don't go around saying what you don't want to experience. Go around saying what you don't want to experience. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Don't pass careless statement like hey, we are there, though. <laughs> Be very, very intentional about what you are saying, especially concerning your life, mothers, concerning your children. Concerning your husband. Be very particular about what you are saying because what you say, you will see. What you are saying, that is what you have authorized to occur in your life. Some of us must determine. In spite of what you are seeing, he said, now shall say I'm sick. In Isaiah. In spite of what you are seeing, you will say what God is saying. You say what the, the spirit of faith that's Isaiah chapter 33, verse 24. The spirit of, said, none shall say, I'm sick. None of the inhabitants. The spirit of God or the spirit of faith is a speaking spirit. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. I believe, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. I believe, therefore, I speak. I believe, therefore, I speak. I believe, therefore, I speak. If there's nothing that stays with you today, just learn how to speak homologia. Speak your word. Speak God's word. I know situations are bad. 
But don't repeat them with your mouth. Don't repeat them with your mouth. Your mouth is endorsing the, the condition. Ah. It can't last if you don't say it with your yeah. See, you are saying that, oh, I'm sick. Oh. And then you be, put yourself under a big dube. dube. <laughs> <laughs> and, you are, and then you are watching hospital shows. And you are watching it. Don't do that. Shake yourself and keep speaking. Are you okay? I am well. God is my strength. 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 I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. Keep repeating what God's word has said, which you want to see. Other than that, it is not somebody laying hands on you that will change your story. You have equal access to the word of God. Use it. So in conclusion, if you have faith, it's a spirit of faith. And then if the spirit of faith is that way, you speak. It shows in the way you talk. Because yes. faith is a spirit. It's not of the mind. It's of the heart. So you can say without doubting in your mind. Doubt comes on your, in your mind. Faith is, so sometimes, Papa said this, I like it. He said sometimes, ignore your mind and engage your heart. Engage your spirit. Listen to your spirit. Feed your spirit. You're not reading your Bible, so your spirit is weak. Feed your spirit and listen to your spirit and engage your spirit. And very soon you see the results from the spirit. I see somebody's having a change of status. I see somebody's having a change of status. You want to rise, please rise to your feet. We want to pray for a minute. You want to rise to your feet and declare into your life. Declare that I'm walking by faith. Declare that I'm walking by faith. Declare I believe in God's word. I believe God. My story will change. My story has changed. My destiny will not be the same. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us a email.